listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. Uh, Anne is not here today. Anne is out with our uh, beautiful young toddlers, gallivanting around Las Vegas, doing whatever she's actually, she's giving you and I some space so that we can do our thing. This is Stephanie Billings, long time, long time friend, a model. You're in town actually to shoot today. This podcast is something we decided to do at the last minute and I'm glad we did. Me too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Thanks for having me. You're doing some really, really awesome things. And I just want to give everybody a bit of a, a some background here. For sure. Uh, we've known of each other for like a dozen years, oh, whatever it's yeah. been, right? Since two, Anna and I competed together in 2007. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Right. And and so you were a competitor in the fitness industry. I was, I was a photographer and yeah. writer mm-hmm. and, uh, and we never worked together. We didn't. Until 2017. Right. 10 years later. We shot in June of that year yeah. and didn't shoot again until... Last February. February yep. of this year. Yep, 2019. And now you're back in Vegas. We're going to work yeah. together again. Yeah, beautiful. In the last two years, yes. you went from being married, yep. having a whole life over there, did. to the last time you came here out of a marriage and very yep. much <laughs> discovering yourself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to the... Tibetan monk that you are today. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes. No, it's just it's so different when I, know, I right? saw you this morning. I mean, you got in the van this morning. I didn't expect much, but yeah. it's just as the days develop, your makeup's right. done. You look absolutely stunning. Thank you. You had blonde hair last time. It's red hair it's this time, so and it's red. so gorgeous on you. Thank Elaine you. did a killer job she of your did, makeup. Always, yeah. You're. I can't wait to to start shooting. We're going to do that right after this podcast, yes. but. I wanted to talk to you about this transformation. Yeah. Uh, the one that people don't get to see on the surface, right? No. Right? Because, you know, you're a beautiful girl. You know, you model that. and you're a great model. I love yeah. working with you. We get these she beautiful pictures and I yeah. think everybody makes an assumption and that's right. the nature of Instagram, social media. You know, we had that conversation earlier. We did. Uh, I wanted to talk about it because it's a really, really powerful change. When we yes. first did that photo shoot, in June of 2017, mm-hmm. you you know, we, we talked about this yes. uh, and how that was an impactful point in your life. It was. You yes. had your go-tos and I pushed yep. you to do some things you hadn't done right. and pushed you to be a little bit more vulnerable and yes. put more of yourself out there so we could and get I some. I saw it. <laughs> right. And I mean, a couple yes. weeks later, we were talking on the phone and you were still processing that I whole was. thing. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. What I was mean, that processing? What was it? I think it was just seeing how not happy I was underneath the surface because I'm such a happy, joyful person inside. And, you know, that is something that I'm, you know, glass glass half full always. And um, I think I just saw how unhappy I was and everything I was trying to, you know, cover up and mask and the life that I was living that I didn't love. And I knew the life that I wanted to live. I knew what I wanted to have now. And I just didn't necessarily know the steps that were going to bring me to here and how I was going to get out of a, you know, not so great situation into the situation that I am in now where Mm -hmm. I am, you know, so peaceful and so joyful and just living a life that I love. I mean, really, truly love. Now, when you were here, you guys had a business. You were really, uh, you've started your own business now. You're, you're, you're divorced. Yes. Uh, you started your own business. Life has sort of settled down for you. You've got this incredible group of women. That's a very eclectic group of women. Yes, they are. 
which is unusual. I think a lot of trainers or a lot of athletes that become trainers kind of have the, they have a target, right? Right. And a, a kind of, body type or a kind of person or kind of mentality, psychographic, you know, that they deal with, uh, you really don't. No, I don't. I have Or do you? Is there a psychographic there or is it just... I don't think that there is. I think that there's so many differences across the What are they drawn to? What do they come to you for? I mean, honestly, I think that, I mean, every time I have a consult, every time I meet with a girl, I pray ahead of time. Is this the woman that I'm supposed to influence? Is this a woman that's supposed to be in my life? If so, let your will be done. You know, let it happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's ultimately what they're drawn to. They're drawn to, you know, something that's much bigger and greater than I am. They're drawn to a process of change. I mean, our motto and slogan for Peaches Figure Salon is helping women thrive. And that means something different to each individual woman. And so they're drawn to that. They're drawn to what is it that I don't like about my life that I'm willing and want to change. Mm -hmm. And then I help give them the tools in their toolkit to make those changes. I mean, if you only have a hammer, you're going to see every obstacle as a nail, right? Right. But if you've got all these other tools to work with, you have the ability to cope with all of life's challenges and obstacles in a much different, healthy way. And it is, it's about being not only healthy physically, but healthy mentally and emotionally too. That's the biggest, most important part. I think the coolest thing that I've seen the change is that the, like this, what you're doing now is just purely service. Oh, 100%. And you put so much into Mm -hmm. these women and so Mm -hmm. much into what you're doing. And this isn't about me. It's about them. Yeah. 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 How is that more gratifying? Before, what was it? It was just making well, money? What was it? It was all about my feeding my ex's ego. Oh, I mean, okay. that's what it was really about, you know, serving him, taking care of him, doing for him, what's in it for him. And I mean, that just didn't fulfill me at all. And I didn't, I, I mean, it was hard. It was, it was challenging. It was, I mean, trying to push a rock up a hill and always feeling like the rock was tumbling down on you. And I mean, running a, oh, your own business is always pushing a rock up a hill. Right. And that's what it is. Yep. But, you know, now the rock's much lighter. <laughs> I always I always laugh at people. That, I, I, I don't say laugh at, no. I guess I laugh inside. I, I find it humorous mm-hmm. when people say, I want to quit my job. I want to own my own business mm-hmm. so I can just work for myself and mm-hmm. have freedom. And I'm going no freedom. freedom from what? Yeah, freedom from going to bed at night and sleeping. Yeah. Freedom from- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> there's yes. no freedom. Well, I mean, there's pros and cons that come with there everything. Are. There are. Right. And there is no freedom when you own your own business. So you have you, the freedom to fail. You do. And you have and the freedom to be terrified mm-hmm. of failing yes. and you have the freedom to work an awful lot. Yes, right. But it, I don't regret being an entrepreneur. No, me either. I don't it's regret the it. It's um, fulfillment ever. But the only way you can be successful at it mm-hmm. is you continually have to tear yourself down to pieces, mm-hmm. small little pieces, yep. and fix all the broken yep, ones. You can't right. just... You, you can't just show up, do your eight hours and go home. I tell my, this is a slogan I use all the time. And I mean, I felt this a lot through, you know, my glute therapy this mm-hmm. year, because it's very humbling. Your right? glute therapy, just so people know. Oh, so I had a severely torn glute maximus and hamstring attachments when I was younger. So a really extreme pelvic injury that affected my SI joint and my L5, 4, and 3. And it's just been a literal and for those who don't know what that is, it's your my, back. Pain in your butt. Yes, it's been a pain in my <laughs> butt, butt for a long <laughs> time. But I mean, you have to eat humble pie. Right. And humble pie tastes like poo. It is awful. I mean, and it is not fun, but you got to do it. 
it's just part of life. And sometimes it tastes like poo, but you know what? There, you're going to be on the inside where you're going to be reaping the benefits of getting through the humble pie. Now, I want to go back and talk about the last time you were here. Yes. You kind of described it with a mm-hmm. sound bite. Yeah. Where were you at? I mean, I... I and, was, and I think, I just want to preface it by, mm-hmm. preface your answer by saying almost every person that I know mm-hmm. when they go through a, a marriage breakup mm-hmm. kind of has that period. Some oh, of them last right. a short time. Some last right. a very long time. Yes. They have that period of what yeah. was the noise you made? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> help me. Help me. Help me. <clears throat> like running around on fire, right? Yeah. Yes. But doing crazy things, partying, doing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't think I was doing too much no? of that at all. I'm I guess big, just when you came to Vegas, you went out with your girls. I went out with my, yeah, one of my yeah. girlfriends came with me. She was going through a very challenging point in her life too. Mm-hmm. I think that was very eye-opening for both of us, but it was great what for were us you to going be through support. Um, you know, I think that I was really working hard to let go of the life that I had thought that I wanted, right? Oh, really? Yeah. And grieving. I was doing a lot of grieving. My heart was really grieving because I mean... I left not only a husband, but I left a business and I left a life that I, you know, thought that I wanted and a life that I wanted to create, but it just was my world's worst nightmare. And it could have been, that's, that was what I grieved the most is that it could have been so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It could have been everything that I wanted it to be. And then some, and, you know, unfortunately, there's no reason why it couldn't have been that way. But the reason it wasn't that way was nothing that I could change. It just was what it was. How has that experience helped you being in a marriage where, you know, you, you didn't remain, mm-hmm. um, realizing that you chose that marriage, realize you chose the life, you I chose did. that kind of relationship, you chose that kind of person for your life, I all did. of those things, yep. taking responsibility and mm-hmm. saying, this is something I chose. I chose. Uh, realizing all of that Mm -hmm. how did you get from there realizing Mm -hmm. i chose this so why did i choose it yeah why do i do this right and getting to where you are now what was that process like well i think that it was digesting the lessons i needed to learn i mean really truly at the end of the day forgiving myself that's a tough one that was and that that i still have some trials and tribulations when it comes to forgiveness of myself mm-hmm. because it, I mean, I am the one to blame for putting myself there and why. And you know, the truth of the matter is I didn't know then what I know now. I didn't have the same experiences. I had to go through that fire. I had to be put there to come out on the end, feeling this way, living this way, breathing this way, giving my life 100% to service and saying, mm-hmm. I have a specific calling I have a specific mission. I mean, God has put it in my heart to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to fulfill that. I mean, that I had to go through that to see what it is that I'm doing now. And then to also have the faith and the fortitude to know that I can sustain it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I feel like it's really given me. How much of that, uh, you know, I, I go back to my own life experience and all of the lessons I've had, mm-hmm. uh, you can go back to, and I, you know, I'm keenly aware of this now because we're raising toddlers Absolutely. and, and right. I realize that everything that I do, every choice that I do, every mm-hmm. word I make, every gesture, mm-hmm. every, how I react to something, everything 
is patterning onto these kids. That's right. Um, how much of that mm-hmm. did you look at when you're really, really looking at your life in the mm-hmm. mirror, when you're really facing yourself? Yeah. How much of that did you go back and be honest about? Was it hard being honest about? Absolutely. Yeah. The I past. Mean, absolutely. It was very challenging. And I mean. Without going into details right. about your past, but about growing you, up, but how much of that. Your subconscious brain is developed from zero to seven, right? And so you learn certain elements from zero to seven that are going to be, I mean, indicators for the rest of your life. Right. And I mean, I, I created a life that was very much in relation to my upbringing and I didn't even realize it was happening until it happened. And it was like, wow, this is way too familiar. So how do you make sure you don't do the same thing again? I mean, honestly, I'm the one that has to change. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm the one that has to, you know, take different steps, be more cautious, every decision and every act that I take or make I need to ensure that it's with prayer and faith, right? And no, I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. I hope to not make the same mistakes ever again. But as long as I trust and have faith in the process, I have to believe that I'm moving in the right direction. Now, on that, I know I know you You talk about faith, and I know uh, your faith. You and I are both Christians, yes, right? Yes, right. Uh, how Without much a of a role did God play in this transformation I mean, for you? I not, is, not, that, is that the place that you went to? Uh, so, did you, cause I, I know, like I started life, you know, I was mm-hmm. up, raised with that and then yep. went the other direction and right. then come back we and back and forth and back and forth. and our own journey. Right. 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 And I mean, I was very much raised in a Southern Baptist home. I mean, lots of great fundamentals and practices. I mean, I was raised to be a certain way and I very, don't, m- don't have sex standing up cause it might lead to dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Gotcha. <laughs> Familiar. Yeah, right. Familiar. And, you know, I went through some very challenging times in my early 20s that, you know, caused me to say, hey, God, I'm going to need you to show up in my life because mm-hmm. I don't really feel your presence here. <clears throat> and man, he, he showed up big time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of my marriage, we were in counseling and going through, you know, kind of the, the last Hail Marys is what I would like to call it. And I did. I wanted to feel like I gave it my 100% best effort because I made a commitment and a vow and I didn't have an easy time leaving that. That was not a easy thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my marriage counselor at the time gave me a book that was just, I mean, really did bring me to my knees. And um, there's just like a prophetic part in that book that I was like, I have to read that and reread that and read that and reread that. And, you know, ultimately I was delaboring the choice of leaving my husband. And it was, it was God intervention showing me he was there. I mean, literally the face of Jesus being Mm -hmm. like, I did not put you here. This is not where I want you. This is where I need you to go. And I need you to move there. And it was scary. I mean, I was petrified. I really was. But I had to have faith in that. And I was more afraid of not leaving than I was of leaving. I I was afraid if I didn't listen to God's calling, if I didn't listen to his purpose in my life. I didn't want to deal with those ramifications (laughs) of how that made me feel. And although it was scary... And I didn't want to necessarily leave the life that I wanted to create. I had great hope in that. Mm -hmm. I did. But 
that was not my calling at all. That that was not where God put me to be. I chose to be there. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to God's voice in the decision that I make. Do you have a uh, Christian married. second guessing that? You know, I have been so undoubtedly supported. I mean, my mom is the one who kind of started that pendulum swing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, she came to visit. She witnessed some very negative things in my relationship. And being raised in a funeral home, I mean, she said to me, Stephanie, what have you done with your one precious life? You mm-hmm. know, who did you give it to? You made a deal. You made a bad deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that really started the process with for me of my mom just being like, baby, this is not your life. Like, this is not the woman that I raised, you know? I mean, truly. And um, I have just been so supported. I can't even, I just, I'm so thankful for that. There's not been the slightest bit of condemnation. If any of the condemnation has come, it's come from myself, not from other people at all. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. I know. I've been very, very supported. <clears throat> I have felt that way at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, he gave me the tools, the tools to move the right people in the right places at the right time. I mean. So has, have you strengthened your relationship with God now that you're oh, gosh. over here? Yeah. It's a lot different. A hundred percent. Yes. I mean, I felt before that I was, you know, very spiritually connected um, you know, believed a lot in energy and, you know, those types of things. Mm-hmm. But now it's just, it's really in everything yeah. that I do. It, yeah. And it is beautiful. My joy comes from, from God alone. Mm-hmm. And that is a beautiful place to be. Right. It really is. Yeah, and I I'm, agree. I'm I agree. thankful for that. It's a, it, you know, my, my greatest struggle as a Christian is honestly, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, other Christians sometimes. I, well, yeah. You know, I mean, doing doing what too, I do. Right? I'm a photographer, right. and uh, I made the choice early in my career at the at the direction of one of the people that worked at one of the best top magazines in the world, the biggest publisher in the world right. at the time, <clears throat> and basically he told me focus on girls, mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. focus on girls. Right. But uh, he said focus on the women because at that time. You know, figure hadn't started yet. Right. It was still professional fitness. Everybody yeah. shot the bodybuilders back right. then. And uh, and he says, really, there's not a lot of guys that just specialize just in women. If right. you specialize in women, you know, that side of the sport is going to grow. Right. He said, go there because right. there's very few that are exceptionally good, you know. Mm. And so that's what I did. Right. And it built a career for me. And then right. it became, I was, you know, for a long time, I was, I covered all the pro shows. and yeah. Oh, yeah. For Oxygen Magazine for like fifteen years, and right. and uh, and all the top national shows, and 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 so I've I've shot bodybuilders, I've shot food, yeah. I've shot events, I've shot right. <laughs> fighters, all. I've shot all right. that, but I'm known for shooting women, right. and unfortunately criticized absolutely for right. shooting women because yes. I shoot pictures of beautiful women, right. and some of them are sexy lingerie, swimsuit right. stuff like that, and I right. get criticized for that, right? Um, because it's unchristianly and i i i firmly perceive it to be well and that's just it they're looking at the picture right and and the thing of it is is there's a whole lot more going on and the reality is is that what i am is i'm a photographer Mm -hmm. in an industry that is rife with exploitation rife with you know all kinds of problems and i think you know if you've 
you know, if you don't have Christians, yeah, I don't need to go. And, I don't need to go and convert anybody that's going to church. That's I need right. to be out here, be an example right. out here, and being a beacon of light. Or, that's right. And and so that's where God sends mm-hmm. you. He sends you into the dark places. He does. You know, not that the fitness industry is a dark place, but there's lots oh, of dark stuff going right. on there. Right. Yeah. Right. And absolutely. so uh, you just find wherever He sends you, and right. you do your thing. Do you get that same kind of? I'm assuming you do. Oh, I mean, as a model, absolutely right. It's um. You know, you can't be in lingerie and exposing yourself in a certain way without some judgment, right? Yeah. And um, it's been a challenge, but I try to focus on the positive aspects and, you know, really focus on what I'm here to do and Mm -hmm. the message that I'm trying to bring. Because at the end of the day, people are going to listen to your voice. Yes, they're going to see the pretty picture, but what goes along with it? Right. And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about Peaches Figure Salon. Yeah, you call it Peaches Figure Salon. I do. Why Peaches? Well, Peaches, because I firmly believe that your pelvis and your glutes are the most important <laughs> part of your body. Especially and when you have an injury because exactly, you can't do anything without I, feeling I, it. Right? Amen. Right. And so that was a big part of the Peaches because, yeah. I mean, the focus it's of It's clever my life and it's cute and it's fun, right? My peach. Yeah. Right, right. And we do a lot of hip mobility, pelvic floor work. I mean, women who have and haven't had children, that's a, it's really important. I believe that that's the center of a woman's universe there's so many hormones and so many things that go on at our center Mm -hmm. and we really do focus on that in terms of training and mobility and hormonal health and all of those aspects so so you work with predominantly women or exclusively women i work with exclusively women however i do have a few male clients they're not necessarily a part of peaches but they very much support that endeavor i just you know train them and work with them now my observation uh, Mm um this is the most eclectic group of women and you know that stereotype stereotypical fitness star retires from competing and helps other young fitness stars become fitness stars and and doing that and you you really didn't go that direction Uh, a lot of your women are very heavy yeah thick very thick very very thick and and uh and some aren't right that's right and it's just like there's no what's what's the common denominator because that you physically there's no common denominator no uh intellectually or or financially there's no common denominator it's not a demographic so what is it that's brought all these women together what's the common denominator well i mean our slogan is helping women thrive Mm -hmm. and i think at the end of the day the common denominator is that they're all there to help build and have lives that they love and they all want to support each other in their journey and that's the beautiful part is that you know they feel supported independently and then Mm -hmm. they can offer and lend support to the other women on our team and that's how we become stronger together is having other women we can lean into and learn from and when I meet with women to talk about training or what I do and explaining to them the program and how it works you know I tell them they're going to learn a lot from me but they're also going to learn so much from the other girls and stuff that I'm not going to be able to teach them but they're going to learn from girls who maybe have been doing this for a year maybe have been doing this for five years Mm -hmm. I mean I have been living this lifestyle for 12 years Mm -hmm. I mean pretty religiously I mean Mm -hmm. it's I don't even think about it so much anymore and so my habits my behavior traits certain things that I do are not going to be relatable to somebody who's never adopted this lifestyle and so the other girls can really share with them their experience and teach them, you know, things that have worked for them and stuff that's worked for them. And they get a kind of different spin on it, right? right? 
And that's the beauty of it is we work as a team. And, you know, some girls are more individualistic. And, you know, I just don't think that at the end of the day, you get a lot of fulfillment from serving yourself. And so it teaches them how to learn to be open to receiving that kind of support. And I mean, that's a beautiful thing when somebody is like, you know, come from an upbringing of always having to care for themselves, always having to provide for themselves, taking care of me, 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 and then putting them in a environment where they've got other people wanting to care for them. And they're like, wow, this is so cool. And they, they learn how to adapt to that. And they learn how to trust other people. Now, you've been through a bit, and a lot of your story we're not going to get into for time. Yeah, right. right? And, and probably privacy. Oh, yes. Yeah. But uh, you've, you've been through an awful lot. Right, yeah. Uh, an awful lot uh, throughout that, yeah, your life. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, you're always this happy person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, just always, Steph's always happy. Yeah, Steph's yeah. always out there, always bigger happy. than life. Boom, yeah, boom, boom. Here's right. Steph, you know. Yeah. And uh, the room gets bigger every time you walk in. Oh, and and, uh, and yet you've been through a tremendous amount. Yeah. You How much have. of that do you reconcile, find a lesson, then use that, use that lesson to teach others or, oh, yeah. or how do you, how do you teach what you, your experiences have been to others? Now you're a smart girl. You've got yeah. two master's degrees, yeah. but yeah. those are master's degrees in it's specific disciplines. Yeah. yeah. They're book smarts. Yeah. Uh, how much of this is you going, okay, yes, this bad thing happened to me. What was my role in that? Mm-hmm. What can I change? Mm-hmm. What can I not change? Mm-hmm. And then what am I going to do to change? Mm-hmm. Be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, break all it right down. Things. Yeah, break down the facade and all the BS. And, and how much of that uh, experience do you teach and how much of the process mm-hmm. of learning? Because learning is about being humbled, mm-hmm. being broken. Mm-hmm. Cracked apart, yep. pick up the little pieces and rebuild it That's into something right. positive. Something different, right. How much do you break them down? How mm. much do you... Talk about that process with the girls. Every single girl has a different experience. They've got different goals. They've got different walks of life. They've got different challenges. And I will say that every girl has a different experience with me as their coach. There's some, you know, universal themes, but we very much, I mean, I'm super vulnerable with them. I'm super honest and upfront with them. I mean, they get to know me in a way that, you know, most people don't and won't. Are you honest with them about them? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Beyond a shadow of it. And sometimes, you know, I have to really pray about it, honestly, and, and make sure that the things that I'm saying and doing and calling to their life is in the direction that they need to move and go and that I'm guiding them in the right way. And I'm helping to teach them the right things to help them set up for success and not to make the same mistakes repeatedly. We work a lot on love relationships. Well, I'm no expert by a long shot, but I have a lot of experience and stuff that I can help to teach them. And we work on a lot of things about how they talk, what they read, you know, how they spend their time you know what are they doing to help fuel and fire themselves to prepare themselves for the things that they want and that they say that they want um and that's I mean that's a 
that's my most favorite part of my job is not the time that we're training, but the time that we're working on the mental and emotional aspects before training. And that's the other side of it because there is the training, the workout and the nutrition and that that stuff. Right. But there's this whole other side of what you do as well. Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit. Well, I mean, I have eight different pillars that we work on. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the first is their self and their spirit, making sure that they have, you know, concrete goals. How do they envision their life? What do they want for themselves? We work on their love relationships. I mean, some of them are married, divorced, single. Some of them are in marriages that are having trouble, you know, need some assistance. Then we work on their friends and their family. You know, who are their friends that they spend the most time with? How are they impacting them? How are their friends impacting their goals, their family, whether it's their mom and their dad relationships or whether they have kids. If their kids are less than seven, we help to include their children, work on their subconscious brain programming, making sure that they're setting a good preface and lifestyle for their children. We work on their career goals. What are they doing to provide for themselves? What are they aspiring to achieve? How are they taking care of themselves? And then we work on their community service of what they're giving back to their community and to others around them. And then the last three pillars are... How are they feeding and taking care of themselves nutritionally? How are they training? And we do a lot of, I mean, I have a lot of moms and on-the-go gals. So we do a lot of home workouts. How do I make this work for my life? I do all of their programming and help to teach them how to build it into their life. And then we work on, you know, what supplements and things that they should be, you know, putting back into their body to help make them the strong women that they need to be to do all the other stuff. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. That's a lot. It's a lot. And you're yeah. the only one, right? And I'm the only, well, I had a another coach for a period of time and that's my long-term goal is to have other coaches i'm coaching another gal to be a coach now yeah because it is a lot for for it's a lot for me to take on because you know you take you take their pain well and there's got to be happiness. some days where you just like i'd rather stare at my goldfish right uh, well there's some days i'm like i need a lot of meditation time today <laughs> <laughs> i suppose and it's you know they they humble me they go through a lot like i said in life and you know it's it's important that they feel supported and loved and cared for and that they got somebody I tell them all the time I want to be your number one advocate I mm-hmm. want to be somebody who is your biggest cheerleader here for you on your best days here for you on your worst days and all the ones in that's between. so cool that's so cool and it's just so fun to watch I love I following that. you on social media because yeah. I know the backstory right and you just do. just seeing the other end of it is just yeah. like wow and then yeah. just seeing the changes in you yes. is just like it's definitely helping me it's grow. really really cool yeah you should be proud of yourself I appreciate that if somebody wants to follow you how do they follow you so they can find out about peaches <clears throat> at peaches figuresalon.com and we're on all social media at peaches figure salon instagram facebook youtube and then they can check me out on instagram at real stephanie billings so i changed my handle to real, real stephanie billings uh-huh. okay cool yeah. we're gonna be uh we're gonna we're gonna as soon as we're done here we're gonna go do a photo shoot this yeah. is for model body magazine m-o-d-l-b-o-d-y.com modelbody.com mm-hmm. uh, model body magazine we're shooting that hopefully nobody judges us for these but they i'm sure somebody they will. will they will and that's okay that's their their piece to as long as they like them they can judge us all they want that's right (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for listening to another episode of good lad unscripted the podcast uh again goodladunscripted.com modelbody.com and this show was brought to you by blessedbodywear.com thanks for listening follow stephanie everyone and we'll be back in a couple days with another episode